There's clever engineers. But no. Time for ASO Radio. Alright, so welcome to episode 42 of ASO Radio. This is MG17 and GB3, T-Man777, and Z-Guide. Wait a second. 42 may be the answer to life, the universe, and everything, but this episode of ASO Radio is episode 107. Oh, they weren't really here anyways. Oh, shock of shock. Uh, so I guess we better do some news for the news year. Har, har, har. Your sarcasm is not lost upon me. Let's move on over. We've got uh, three bits of news, right? Yes, you were right, Enzi. Should I pull it up so we can read it, or should we leave everybody in suspense forever? Well, let's leave everybody in suspense. All right. First up, we have a story about Yoshitaka Mono. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. DD3, you like this story so much, you started to tell us about it last episode. Is that right? Har, har. Read it! Dark Horse has posted an interview with Yoshitaka Amano. The interview discusses Vampire Hunter D. A perennial classic around here. The comparison between fine art and commercial art. And Amano's recent first visit to San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> Americans smell weird! So, what do you think of that? Uh, that would be an interesting interview to read. I think that he's a cool dude, and all of his drawings make everyone look anorexic. But I still like them. They're kind of like classical Japanese art meets modern times. Yeah, you have a good artistic view on it. Oh, well, thank you very much. And speaking of which, how about uh, I let you pick who gets the next one? I'll let you take the next one. Very well. Funimation has announced that Robotech, The Shadow Chronicles, will be released theatrically in theaters. Surprising. You know, Anime News Network, I realize we get your news from you. But... Try to write it up a little bit better. A theatrical release, by definition, will be in theaters. <laughs> Apparently, this is going to be happening in January. Uh, so, the movie is scheduled to appear in New York, California, Texas, Massachusetts, Indiana, Michigan, and Oregon. Those, of course, being part of the United States of America. They are? They are. Hey, we've got international listeners, you boob. A uh, full list of the theaters can be found at the Funimation Films website, which is probably FunimationFilms.com, but if it's not, I'm sure you can find it with a simple Googling. You know, what do you think of that, DB3? People referring to Internet searches as Googling. I think it's ridiculous. I don't even, like, there's other things I use, like Dogpile, searching tons of different websites at once. So much nicer. Or isn't there another one like Mama that search that's like the Mama of all search engines because it does a similar thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always hated the term Googling to refer to a search on things because seriously, 
what, like 10 years in the future, somebody's going to be going, yeah, I Googled up that information. You don't know what's going to be around in 10 You know, I just said, I'm going to search the Internet. Because really, that's what you're doing. When you're Googling something, it sounds like you're goggling something or you're oogling it or something. And, you know, it, I, I just think it's dumb. I mean, a Google is a huge number. And a Googleplex is an even bigger number. And so to go and say you're Googling something, it's like, yes, I'm going to Google ponies. What, you're going to make millions and millions of ponies so many they couldn't fit on the earth? It's just fingers in. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, so this the final news bit we have will definitely require some talking about. According to well, I think that we need to let our powers combine in order to tackle this beast. All right. According to Disney... Our powers must combine! Right. I don't know if I can bring my powers out anymore. Well, okay, you have to use the power of DB3, and I use the power of NZ17. We don't have all the ASO Rangers here, but I think that our powers together might be able to overcome. Maybe if I skip, like, ten generations from now, or sixteen incarnations from now, that I might have the power. Well, let's try it. The power of NZ... And GB3. Unite together. To form a greater power. <laughs> <laughs> All right, DB3, let it out. According to Disney's official GenX website, the 16th incarnation of Power Rangers dubbed Operation Overdrive will feature Mac, the Red Ranger, who happens to be interested in collecting anime. Whether anime footage or products will be used to support this is not yet known. But I can tell you this much, DB3. What's that, Enzy? If anything's featured, it's going to be owned by Bandai Namco. Really? You think so? As unbelievable as it is, Power Rangers being a product of Bandai, I believe that they will use their own series and not those of other companies. That would be a better move on their part. Unless, of course, they have a strategic alliance at the time, in which case they want to make good with their new friends. That'd be a good plan, too. Really? 16 generations of Power Rangers? That's nuts. I haven't watched anything past, like, a second. Well, I consider myself lucky that I've had the foresight even when I was young to watch none of it. Really? I never had that foresight. Yes, well, unfortunately, as they say, hindsight is twenty twenty, and we cannot let our inexperience of youth go and keep us from prodding on towards the future. That's very true. Or playing funny Dreamcast games on New Year's Eve. Ooh, Dreamcast. I think it's the ultimate multiplayer party machine. Definitely. Because, you know, there's been a lot of four-player consoles since then. But nothing as good as those. Uh, I mean, you can get not only the system and the controllers so cheap, but the games, too. And there are many, many good games. Yeah, so that's what we did this New Year's. We pulled, out of all the game systems that we all own, we pulled out my Dreamcast. And again, again. Again, we did it last year, too. Uh, and we pulled out a fine selection of games, and we actually only played one, because that's how good of a time we were having. Those poor worms. Yes, this was your first time playing a worms game, wasn't it? No, I actually own one for my Dreamcast. Ah, uh, so you own, uh, do you own Worms World Party or Worms Armageddon? Worms Armageddon. Uh, and we were playing World Party, yes? Yes. And, uh, having played both, and of course it's hard to be, how we, shall we say, uh, objective, because you were playing this one with a bunch of people, uh, how do the two versions compare? Actually, it's been so long since I've got to play my... So sad. It is a tragic story. Let's exploit it for our listeners. My poor Dreamcast has sound, but no video. 
and I don't know why. Yes, you know, I actually know of a good console repair service in Canada you could send that to, and they could fix it for little cost. How little the cost? I don't know. You'd have to write them and ask. But uh, I'll share that information with you after the show. For now, we should probably go and review some anime. All right, let's move on to the anime. Alright, now we are starting the reviews, and we have two reviews for you today. And Enzi will be giving those, and the first one he will be giving will be of Tenji Muyo. And I'll be doing it in shotgun style. And the second will be the final volume of Power Stone. Also shotgun style. Alright, here you go, Enzi. Oh, <laughs> Alright, Tenji Muyo GXP Volume 2, subtitled Academy Life. This volume uh, obviously follows the first. And I got shipped it because I didn't update my queue of rentals fast enough to not get it. But it is actually better than the first volume, but this is largely due to all of his teachers and uh, older women falling in love with him. And uh, then a envious sort of thing falls in because they're all worried about what the other ones might do around him because of his unfortunate luck. And also because each of them likes screwing with them in their own ways, but as you might be able to put two and two together, mean older women torturing a young man, plus unluckiness, other women think, uh-oh, something naughty is going to happen. And so in this episode, um, or volume I should say, it involves him having to move out of the dorms and move in with his teachers because of his disastrous luck, causing quite a lot of destruction around the dormitories. And so he moves in with, if you will, his three sexy teachers. And unfortunately, one of the teachers involves nuzzling on him, which pisses off the other two teachers. The other teacher uh, enjoys going and putting herself in provocative positions to try and alert him, which causes him to crash through walls and glass and hurt himself in various ways. And the uh, third one... Uh, I cannot remember, but is more mellow than the other two, and seems like the more logical pair, because she was actually uh, a friend of his on Earth, but turns out she wasn't actually a human, but an alien. Uh, so this volume is better than the first one, but it's more so because I'm a guy and it gave me a bit of the jollies. <laughs> And <laughs> DV3's laughing quite a lot at that statement. Uh, so it's really a lot of fan service in this one. And, I mean, it was okay, but it's kind of like GTO was a bit of a guilty pleasure. And, unfortunately, this one was too guilty for me <laughs> to go and recommend. So I'm going to give, uh, did I give the first volume a recommended or a neutral? I think you gave it a neutral. Well, I'm going to give this one a neutral, too. Uh, it's better than the first one, but it cheats up by cheat means, and so I'm not going to give it points, although I have to say I wish I was getting nuzzled by a beast woman. Ooh. Okay, shotgun me. And I'm going to go ahead and review Power Stone Volume 6, The Last Battlefield. DB3, you've watched this series, haven't you? And uh, what did you think? I actually like, I've seen the first three volumes, and I quite... I really enjoyed them. They brought a little bit new, like a different style of an anime and like perspective on things. Yes, it, uh, the art style stays very close to the video games yes. art style, and uh, this is preserved throughout the uh, volumes. The last volume um, is kind of they go all back through all the lands because somebody's going in. They're nabbing all of the power stones from the people that have it. And, uh, of course, I can't say too much more, but let's just say that there is a final confrontation in Darkland, and that um, 
there's a big fight between Edward uh, Falcon. Falcon, Edward Falcon, and unfortunately, there's two things going against uh, this last volume. One is that it's your pretty typical thing where, you know, all of us have to come together to overcome the evil. And then lastly, it's got kind of a cliched ending where, okay, now the evil's done. Let's spread out the Power Stones all over the land once again, and now everybody resumes their life. But Falcon continues on for adventure, you know. So <laughs> it's, it's a bit predictable in this last volume, but it is nice to see the series come to the end. So um, I don't know if I could necessarily give this a neutral, but I don't exactly feel 100% guilt-free giving it a recommended, but I'm still going to go forward with recommended because I enjoyed the series, even if it was a bit simplistic, a bit kiddie, and a bit centered for the U.S., as I've discussed with you before. So I'm going to go ahead and give Power Stone Volume 6 a uh, recommended, even though, sadly, it also, like the other volumes, lacks the Japanese soundtrack. Yeah, that is very sad. So, should we do some fan mail? On with the fan mail. On with the fan mail. And welcome for to the fan mail. And we do have a fan mail, amazingly enough. And it's from a new person. From... An, oh, I hope I don't slaughter this. Ananuki. Uh, it's actually from a uh, group in Canada called Anunnaki. Oh, Anunnaki. Alright, and they say, Hi, we're a Canadian indie band hailing from Red Deer, Alberta. You can download our music, and they give the site. Should I give it? Go ahead. www.anunnaki, spelled A-N-N-U-N-A-K-I dot net. And he continues, says, We have a full album. But only a couple of songs are posted on our page. Later. All right. Well, thank you very much, of course, for writing in uh, Anunnaki, not Nuki. Sorry. Uh, Tree, you know, with him it's just all about the Nuki. Um, so uh, we're very pleased to go, of course, and play independent or indie music on our show. And so we're going to be featuring songs by Anunnaki on episodes 108 and 109, among our interviews uh, from Anime Bonsai, which we've temporarily suspended so we could bring you these excellent episodes. Even though they're sort and sweet, they're with DV3, and that makes them all the better. Am I right? You're right. See, he's not egotistical at all, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so we appreciate you, Anunnaki, and if anybody... Uh, dang it, you got me saying it now. Anunnaki. And if any of you out there are members of an independent group of musicians, or you know somebody who is, have them get a hold of us, and we will be more than glad to play their music on our show and provide a link back to their website for future reference and prosperity. And don't forget to try for the... The new sound for ourselves, our season. True, we are having a contest for the new ASO radio theme, and I guarantee that you will get a fantastic prize if yours is chosen as the new theme song for episode, and by episode I mean season, season 9 of ASO radio. DV3, I think we've covered the fan mail, do you? I'm pretty sure we have. I'm pretty sure you should get closer to the mic. But regardless of that, let's get on to the hot spot. Alright, it's time, it's time for our hotspot. DV3, spin the wheel and reveal what we will be doing. This is Boy, there's a lot, of feet, uh, a lot of steam behind that spin. I know, I know. I was using all that power I got. I don't know. 
Oh, from our team power up? That was the power I was using, yeah. Alright, what are we going to be doing? A video game review. Awesome, what are we going to be reviewing? I'm not sure. You are going to be put on the spot even though I don't have to do it. Oh boy. Uh, what system is it for? Can you remember that? The Nintendo DS. Ah, very good. And what was the first letter of the title? Uh, C. No. R. No. S. No. M? No. B. It's a vowel. A. No. I. No. E. That's right. Elite. Battle Fighters of the World. <laughs> beat. <laughs> Elite Beat. Seat. You know, you don't watch much television, do you, DV3? No, not really. All right. Well, if you have watched much television, you would have seen the advertisement for Elite Beat Agents, the hip new dance and rhythm uh, music game for the Nintendo DS. And is it any good? Indeed it is. Uh, have you ever heard of Osu Takate uh, Ueden? Sounds familiar, but I can't see, I can recall anything about him. That's okay, I slaughtered the Japanese pronunciation because I don't have the spelling in front of me, but it is actually the spiritual precursor to this game. Nintendo and Enos, the developer of said game, decided that it was too Japanese to release here in America. Like that would ever stop us on ASO Radio. So they didn't bring over that game, but Nintendo had Enos develop a brand new game entitled Elite Beat Agents, which they released both in America and Japan. But this game was designed from the beginning to appeal to an American audience. So did it appeal to you? Uh, indeed. Instead of the first game, which features Japanese male cheerleaders, which go and encourage people on, as they often do at various events and for profit sometimes to make business people feel better about themselves, this time the elite beat agents are the main characters of this game, which is a, a sort of government agency sent out to help out people in need or desperate situations. And so they use their smooth moves and fantastic rhythms to go and give their spirit energy to those in crisis and help them overcome. Overcome what? Well, overcome a variety of obstacles. For example, the first stage involves a young girl of the age of 17 wanting to uh, ask her football-playing boyfriend to go steady. Steady, huh? Yes, but of course this is a lot of nervousness uh, on her part because she's not sure how to approach him about this. And then disaster strikes. How does that fit in uh, to a... A beat song. Well, you see, uh, this was her day off from her babysitting job, but she settled with three of the most terrible children she has to watch. And that's when the elite beat agents hear her cries for, Help! And they go and they show up to Walkie Talkie Man is the song, and they dance and use their energy to go and help the boyfriend help her babysit these three ruffians. And in the end, she has the courage and tenacity to go and ask him to be her steady. And indeed they do, and you're greeted with a beautiful two-screen image of them together and the woman picking up her children. How touching. And each stage starts off with just as wacky as a premise as this, and it's rather funny because each stage is broken into two to four sections. And uh, if you do well enough to have your meter in the yes part of the meter, mm -hmm. you will have a good uh, solving to that current problem. But if you're in the red and have a no on the meter, you will get a hilarious um, undoing of the situation, which is usually at the expense of the main person involved. And so there's about 15 or 16 songs in the game that you play through if you just play through the story, but there's 
four different difficulties, two or three of which need to be unlocked. And uh, when you accumulate enough points from all the songs, you can unlock up to three hidden stages. Oh, wow. So uh, for a portable, this has quite a lot of songs and really good audio quality. Probably the best sounding game on the Nintendo DS. Wow, sounds like you had a lot of fun playing it. Well, uh, thankfully Nintendo had the foresight to have really good songs. There's not actually a single song on this game that I do not like. That's a decent surprise. Now, instead of your usual game like Dance Dance Revolution, which has like four predetermined directions that you step in, or other games in which you hit a set amount of buttons, this game utilizes the DS's touch screen. And that means what? Well, instead of going and having four directions, you actually continuously have different circles appearing on the screen, and you have to hit them in order. So they would be numbered like one, two, three, four, five, six. You would have to hit those all in time to the music. Uh, the circle will have a larger circle shrinking around to it, and once that outline gets to the edge of the inner circle, that's when you're supposed to tap. Sounds like it. It could be a lot of fun. Well, at first it's a bit intimidating and hard, but it actually uh, becomes quite natural after a while. Also, you have sections where instead of just tapping the circles, you follow along on the screen back and forth in a preset path. Really? Yeah, so it provides for a good amount of rhythm and variety, and if you happen to go and successively hit the beat pretty spot on, you'll actually get bonus points for that section of circles that you hit. Wow, NG. So there's lots of unlockable difficulties and three hidden songs that you can unlock and great fun to be had the whole way. The only thing that I found was that the game uh, I tried playing through, uh, you initially start off with normal and easy difficulties. I played through on normal. Uh, it was very hard to get through the last uh, songs, by the way. And uh, then I decided to play through the hard difficulty, which admittedly was harder than normal. Uh, but after a while, I just stopped having fun because it became too difficult. So the harder difficulties, perhaps a bit too hard, but it has a really nice gradual learning curve, regardless of the difficulty you select. And so you'll be able to complete this game even if you have to play it on easy mode. So it's definitely worth picking up, I'd have to say. Just think of those harder difficulties on... No, the harder, the later levels in that harder difficulty. Yes, well, unfortunately, I know of someone who played through the hardest difficulty on the last song and succeeded, and he said that he will not be doing that again anytime soon, or perhaps ever. But Elite Beat Agents, it's very quirky. Like I said, it was designed from the ground up to appeal to an American audience, so they tweaked the original bit um, and to provide a brand new game, which in fact retains all of the Japanese quirky charm because it's not an American game made by Americans. It's kind of America as seen through the eyes of Japanese people, uh, which kind of leads to a lot of the characters being blonde. Uh, so what can I say? I guess our brown hair appears to either be light brown or blonde in a lot of situations. But uh, anyways, this is such a great game. I'm going to make it 2007's first top recommendation. Wow. Top recommendation. Well, somebody has to review video games around here, DB3. Oh. That hurts. That hurts. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. So, DB3, what did you think of episode 107 of ASO Radio? It was probably one of the shortest episodes I've ever been a part of. Yes, but unfortunately it seems you're rather tired. Yes, I was rather tired. What has made you so tired? Just running around all day, getting ready for school and life. Ah, uh, you're heading back up to the frosty state of Idaho, are you? I am. Sad, sad me. 
So does this mean that this will be the last we'll see of you for a while? Um, probably for a while, but I will be helping out with any fanatical, and I'll hopefully be sending some fan mail in, helping out whatever I can. So perhaps we will see DB3 right again. Yes, you will. Uh, hopefully you'll, you'll come through with the end of fanatical this time, right? Yes, I hopefully we'll be able to help out with that. But you know, DB3, you don't have to contribute to Anna Fanatico alone. Really? Well, you could go and write some reviews to NZ17 Productions' brand new website, bestanimereviews.com. That's true, I could. And uh, how about you tell everybody at home what they get if they have the best anime review for a given month? If you have the best review for any given month, you'll get your own box set. That's right. So uh, be sure to check out bestanimereviews.com. I'm proud of it, and it's our most ambitious project to date. But let's wrap up this episode. All right. Let's wrap it up. So for episode 107 of Asa Radio Witch Season, and this is season 9, this is MD17 and DB3 signing out. Asa Radio is copyright of NC17 Productions. Asa Radio is licensed to the general public under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial share-alike license. Additional licenses available. For more information, visit us online at www.nz17.com.